man, I'm here, man. Are y'all ready for the fire talk? Low down on the bits and uplift the dialogue. Oh, yeah. Listen right along. This is straight off the press. The remix fresh with no prior song. Oh. Supplying y'all with the certified thoughtful. Yeah. To give a piece to the piece, it's time to call blow. Yeah. The raspberry wind is straight and flavorful. Insatiable eardrums taste the radio. Here can't be beat the flash you need. Better leave all your doors and all have the week. What? Positive or motivational track to see successful guests promote a self masturbate. BlockTalkRadio.com slash the remix. Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Support the sister with a great reason. I must insist, don't miss it this evening. Peace, man. Greetings everyone. Hi, it's me, Miss Blue, the Oracle. Now, as you know, we are about to dive into Planet Remix. And as we get ready to get into the cipher, I do want to let you know that it is Planet Remix. And a lot of times we cover adult content. So at this time, if you have anyone who's a minor, I would suggest that you put your headset on or get yourself in a place where you can enjoy your time on Planet Remix. But until then, put the babies out, do what you need to do so we can be responsible while knowing our magic. This show, this information We dive into a lot of things that are adult content. And so, therefore, if you are a minor, I want you to stop what you're doing right now. And I definitely want you to get your parent or your guardian's consent before diving into the remix. Well, enjoy. Enjoy the share. Yeah, and keep knowing your magic. We just got to be responsible while growing up on planet Earth. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Mr. Doc Rose. Session 10. Breakthrough. One of these lies, I'ma make these right with the wrongs I done. That's one of you now with the father, son, till then I fight. Rain on me, put the blame on me. Got guilt, got hurt, got shame on me. Got six magazines that's aimed at me. Done every magazine was fame to me. It's a game to me, it's a bedroom at. Sleep, I ain't never had a fair with that. What's fair when the hearts and the words don't reach? What's fair when the money don't take things back? It's rare when somebody take your dreams back. I care too much, wanna share too much. In my head too much, I shut down too. I ain't there too much. I'm a complex soul, they layered me up. Then broke me down, immorality's dust, I lack. This time around I trust myself Please everybody else but myself All else else I was myself I'll jump fear, I'll gun myself This year you better win yourself Mask on the babies, mask on the hot Mask in the neighborhood, doors you shot But a mask won't hide who you are inside Look around the reality, carbon lies Wipe my ego, dodge my pride Look myself in the mirror, empty feel Ain't seen nothing scarier I fought like a pit bull terrier Blood I shed, could feel like aquarium Tell all my angels carry them 
Every emotion been deprived. Even my strong point couldn't survive. If I didn't learn to love myself, forgive myself. I love when you count me out. 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 Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. How you gonna wear my shorts when the lights run deep? How you gonna bend your love when the bad don't sleep? Deep, deep pressure, feelings in the middle of the street. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. When you was at your lowest, tell me where the hoes was at. When you was at your lowest, tell me where the clothes was at. 3.30 in the morning, scroll through the call up. Ain't nobody but the mirror looking for the fall off. I love when you count me out. 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 My name is in your mouth. Sure. Sure. Let me tell you about the woman I know. I know come I like to follow her strong. I know me and that feel alone. Anytime I come find God, I still could find myself so strong. Many find a life in the phone. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. You said I feel better if I just worked hard without lifting my head up. That left me fed up. You made me worry. I wanted my best version, but you ignored me. Then change the story. Then change the story. Energy in the room, just the location, please. Anybody out here for the one? Sometimes I fall for it. Planet Remix. Wow. What a way to dive into the cipher. That was Count Me Out by Kendrick Lamar. Mm, I felt that in my soul. And um, yeah. (laughs) Peace and greetings, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
Welcome on in to Planet Remix Online International Radio Show. (laughs) It's so good to see you guys here live, and I'm just going to be perfectly honest. The day that I had, the week that I had, I almost didn't make it here. But then we sat back and we thought about it. And I didn't want to count you out, and I didn't want to count me out. (laughs) So I said, definitely, definitely, I was going to come on to do the show tonight. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Peace and greetings to everyone. Welcome, 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 welcome on in. So good to have you here. Good morning, good night, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're tuning in and from what part of the world. Yeah. Mm. So, you know how we do. The blue room is open, and I definitely want to give you those cosmic directions so you can find your way on over and join us in the blue room. All you have to do is come on over to YouTube, right? And once you get to YouTube, you're going to type in blue, B-L-U-E, that's me, and then Raz, R-A-S, and then Barry, B-E-R-R-Y, mm-hmm, and then that's going to get you locked in to the remix and the blue room (laughs) and the blue room is getting themselves all situated they're sure to make you feel welcome and right at home and we know the blue room is always lit just a hundred percent so welcome on in now I will tell you this up front you definitely want to make sure you get on the phone lines tonight because tonight it's all about you. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk here, and there's some things I want to definitely cover cover for you, Um, but definitely I will be taking your calls. So many of you have been emailing us for questions, and hey, we're here to deliver, definitely. So get on those phone lines. 515-605- 9794 is the number to call. And if you're one of our international listeners out there listening from all over the world, and by the way, shots out to our international listener, did a few readings for our brothers and sisters around the globe as well. We want to welcome you on in. Here's a couple of ways to connect. International listeners, you do need to dial the U.S. country code. And then dial 515-605-9794, and that's going to, you know, allow you to connect with us here on Planet Remix. But also what you can do is you can go over to blogtalkradio.com forward slash remix. Look for the direct connect there, and you can connect via the Internet. Mm -hmm. And for all of our cosmic beings who are just floating through the galaxy that are listening in, want to welcome you as well, too. Aha! Uh-huh. Because everybody's in the house tonight. <laughs> and I see you guys on the phone lines as well. Mm-hmm. It's been a pretty, pretty interesting week. Um, and I just want to do a check-in with everyone here. 
It's been a pretty interesting week for me. How has it been for you? Has it been an interesting week for you as well? You know, we can feel all of this energy sort of shifting and changing and moving, right? We are living in some very, very exciting times. It's a lot of things happening, a lot of things that are going on. And one of the things we absolutely positively must do is know your magic, for sure. Know your magic. You have to. And we're going to be diving in tonight definitely about keep the channel open. We're going to talk about what that means. Hmm. 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 Well, let's get those likes up. As you guys can see, I am just kind of um, already sort of tuning in and tapping in already, as I'm sure many of you have. Mm-hmm. But definitely, let's get those likes up. This is how our soul family is going to be able to connect with us. First of all, I want to go ahead and say happy born day. Everyone who is celebrating a birthday at this time, very special shout out to Priestess Nadra, who just recently celebrated a born day, and to Priestess Andrea, who is celebrating her born day today. And by the way, it is Friday the 13th. How lucky are we to have this Friday the 13th be upon us on this day, right now, at this moment. So happy born day to all of our May babies celebrating their birthday, their born day, in the month of May. Mhm. Mhm. Oh yeah. Born day. Yeah, happy born day to you all. And so many of you are actually celebrating your born day at this time. Quite a few Planet Remix family members are having their born day on this day and we're sending you all love, sending you all light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how are we feeling, so family? How's everybody feeling? How is everybody doing? It's a whole lot of energy going on. I spent most of my day right driving in traffic. <laughs> so I had a, a lot of time to do some self-reflections and really to see some conclusions I've come to, you know, and some understanding, you know, had some of those kind of aha moments as well. And I trust that you all have as well. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So welcome on in. My goodness. My goodness. My goodness. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. 13, 13, 
Friday the 13th. Just a really, really very beautiful, divine, feminine energy, which is intuitive energy, right? Uh, lots of intuitive energy that's happening. But I want to give a shout out to all of our international listeners out there listening from all over the globe. Um, first of all, I want to say, give a big, 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 big shout out to all of our international listeners out there listening from Trinidad and Tobago. Welcome on in. They're listening live and glad to have them here. The Ivory Coast is here. Welcome on in. We have Japan that's listening in live. Welcome, Japan. The Philippines is here. want to say welcome to everyone listening in from the Philippines. We also have the Netherlands that is listening in. Welcome on in, our family as well. We also have Germany and Italy listening in. Welcome on in. Mexico is here listening live. Greece is in the house. Shout out to Greece. Uh, listening live. We also have Iran in the house tonight. So welcome on in, Iran. So good to have you here listening with us. The Dominican Republic is listening in live. We want to send them so much love um, as well. And I'll shade to the ancestors. They had some situations going on there with a the boat. Um, and uh, I just kind of caught a glimpse of it, so I didn't know the whole story. But we want to send love. And just, just at this time, whenever we open, we do want to send blessings always to our ancestors and to those that are continuing on their journey. So peace and love to them. Mm, Ashe. The UK is in the house listening live. Welcome on into the UK. Canada is here. Welcome, Canada. Nigeria is in the house. Welcome, Nigeria. We have Egypt in the building. That's family there. So welcome on into Egypt. Vietnam is in the house listening live. Welcome on in to Vietnam. Jamaica is in the house. Welcome on into Jamaica and also love to Brother Griffin from Jamaica and all of our Jamaican family out there listening as well. France is in the house. Welcome on into France. And Australia is in the building. Wow. Wow. So nice international family of everyone listening in. Want to welcome you on in to Planet Remix Radio, as well as our Clubhouse family that's in the building tonight. Welcome on in. Mm-hmm. Welcome on in to everyone listening in from Clubhouse on this day for most of us. This day that aligns itself with Venus. This is Friday. You know, this is all about abundance. You know, it's a time to really kind of celebrate some joyful times. We're coming to the end of the work week or the end of the week, so to speak, so to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So welcome on in. Welcome on in and shout out to everyone in the <laughs> shout out to everyone in the blue room. You guys are always off the chain. Welcome on in, Yasmin. Welcome, Xavier's in the house. Welcome in. Priestess Collingmar is in the building. Welcome on in. And oh, 
Obaya, I think I said it right. Welcome on in. So good to have you. Lola Falana is in the building. Welcome on in. Phoenix Nebula is in the house tonight. Welcome in, Phoenix. Kevin Bell is in the building. Welcome on in to Kevin Bell. We have Sister Marjorie in the house. Love to you, Sister Marjorie and family. And of course, to Lady Grace in the building. Lance is in the house. Welcome on in, Lance. Hmm. Kicking it in the kitchen with Queenie. Hey, Queenie, good to see you. Welcome on in. Precious is in the house. Welcome on in, Precious. Good to see you. It's the Woodens. The Woodens are in the house tonight. Love it. The whole family is checking in. Welcome on in. Shaquan is here. Welcome on in. Marcel is here. Oh, my goodness. Got a packed house. Wow. I love the names. So many more. I know the Divine Priestess are in the building. I've seen so many of you. Brittany Vibes is here. Welcome on in, Brittany Vibes. Light codes and frequencies are in the building. Welcome on in. Mm-hmm. Welcome on in, light codes and frequencies. Love the name. Love it. <laughs> Katura is here. Welcome on in. Dahida is here. Precious. Precious is in the building. Um, welcome on in. Bro man. I guess he's from the fifth floor. It's in the house tonight. Welcome on in. Tina is here. Welcome on in. Will is in the building. Shout out to Will. Danielle. is in the building. Welcome on in. Come on in. April de Crystal is in the building. Welcome on in, April de Crystal. So good to see you. Trevon I don't know if I'm saying it right. Trevon is in the house tonight. Trevon, Trevonny, Trevonny Ben is in the building. Miss Rich is here. The Gift is in the house. Welcome on into The Gift. So good to see you. <laughs> Let's get those likes up. Let's get those likes up. Tasha is in the house. Welcome on in. Quantum Lion is in the building. Oh yes. Look, I gotta I gotta look over here. Let me see. Yasmin is in the house. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Yeah. Welcome on in. Peace and greetings. Welcome on in. Priestess Erica in the building. Welcome on in. Jessica J in the building. Welcome on in. And again, shout out to all the divine priestess. We had a priestess meeting yesterday. Um, so powerful and so loving as well. So just want to send so much love out to all the divine priestess doing their work out there, sending them so much love. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, Sheila is in the house tonight. See, Luna is in the house tonight. See, Maggie. See, Maggie is in the house tonight. I think I said it right. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let's get those likes up. But welcome on in. Awaken Spiritual Academy is in the building. Welcome on in. Love the names. Love the vibes. Love it all. So welcome on in. Angela is here. Angela Bronson is here. Welcome in. Mm-hmm. And everyone else, let's get those likes up. I'm going to ring the bell. Ring the bell for self-invested and to everyone who is in self-invested, the self-invested workshop, of course, sending you love from Brother Bilal and myself to all of you and welcome you all in. Yeah, that was a mouthful, but welcome on in. (laughs) As you all know, we have been doing the show's that have been so profound and so many of you have, you know, connected with us to let us know how exciting. And I know many of you were saying, are we going to be continuing with the seals? And we are going to continue with the seals. Of course, you know, we started with the seven seals and of the seven seals of the indictments, the very first indictment of the seven seals had everything, absolutely everything to do with our brother Tupac Shakur, Ashe to him, and that indictment that had everything to do, hmm, oh yeah, with child neglect and child abuse. And then we went on to the next seal, the sixth seal, that was about the left eye. And that seal had to do with women and domestic violence. We went on, had messages from the sixth dimension, went to the fifth seal that had to do with Tahuti and everything to do with Dr. Sebi. And that charge was food poisoning on the planet. Continuing with the fourth seal, the fourth seal, the mother of pearl, that had everything to do with Maya Angelou. We talked about that. The next seal, the third eye, the nuclear vision, that seal connected to Dr. Dick Gregory. Yeah. And then the second seal, the meta maze that had to do with hmm, the mind and mental health and Dr. Francis Cress Welsing. So I want to know, and this is something that you all can come back, and I want you to leave your comments after the show. What have you been noticing as we've been going through all of the seals? Because each one of these seals, it's showing itself to the world in such a powerful way. And I know you all can see that. So many of you are saying that. 
that you're able to see that. Mm-hmm. You're able to see that. You're able to understand that as well as make a connection with all of these amazing ancestors that have come before us. So powerful. So powerful. Oh, oh, Sheila says, you are activating the energy of those seals and the people reference within me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want you to see them. I want you to be able to see how they're around you, how these seals are being released at this time in the world. Such a powerful thing. Such a powerful thing. So as we dive into the cipher, we're going to be talking about keep the channel open. And I'm going to be doing readings, live readings. So you definitely want to get on the phone lines um, as well because we'll be taking your calls here very, very soon. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I have so much I want to tell everyone here. Um, But I definitely want to check in and make sure that you are good to go, that you are good to go, and to be of service to you. And this is definitely one of the things I love doing the most is being able to do these readings and connecting with all of you. And we haven't done it uh, in a minute, so this is really, really A great time. What a better time than on Friday the 13th. This is a time to really stay open, to keep your channels open, your channels of communication, your channels of insight, your channels of, you know, understanding, your channels of action, you know, your channels, keeping the channels open, you know not getting distracted, or allowing yourself to be taken off course by anything. By anything. Lots of shifts are happening, as well as surprises. And many of you got surprises today. Lots of things, lots of changes. So you have to keep the channels open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to. Mm-hmm. So we are going to listen to some Baby Blue. <laughs> we're going to listen to some Baby Blue, and then we're going to come back. I'm going to get ready. We're going to come on the phone lines. And, uh, yeah, we're going to do that. So here we go. La 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 the remix. Hey, this is Baby Blue. And remember, if nothing else moves you, life will. This is so true. If nothing else moves you, life will. If nothing else moves you, life will. Say it with me. If nothing else moves you. Life will. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a short story time. 
Do y'all want a short story time before we jump into the readings? I I, I have been, I just couldn't wait. I, I just couldn't wait. I wanted to tell you guys this story. And I don't know who else um I don't know who else what am I trying to say? I don't know who else is, you know, knows the story, but I just found it to be so um it was so interesting to me. It was so interesting. It was so um it was quite amazing, I think, and definitely uh a sign of the time. So I want to tell you all this story. First of all, let me tell you something. I had the opportunity, and uh, this happened. Mm, Let me see when this happened. This happened a couple of days ago. This happened a couple of days ago, and it 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 was exciting to me. I don't know about any of you, but um, it was exciting. So I want to tell you, I was flipping through the TV, you know, I don't really watch television. Do a little Netflix, little Hulu, do a little YouTube, HGTV, you know, that's kind of my, you know, my thing right there. Um, and I happened to see the Kentucky Derby was on. And I said, hmm, let me, uh, let me, let me see what's going on. Let me see what's going on on the Kentucky Derby. Many of you remember there was a show that Brother Bilal and I did, and we talked about the history of the Kentucky Derby. And we tied that in that went way, way back to how it all started, the horse racing and the African-Americans that ran in the Derby. Even the story of the history of the horses and the derby. Imagine that. So, of course, I wanted to watch the Kentucky Derby. Because since we did that show, and it's in the archives, please go get it. Not only is it a great insight on history, but it also speaks to a lot of magic of what's happening. So I'm watching the Kentucky Derby. And then all of a sudden, I click away. And I start watching something else. And I kind of forgot about it, honestly. And then I want to say a couple of days later, I went back and I watched it. And everybody was in an uproar about the Kentucky Derby this year because something happened in the Kentucky Derby that hasn't happened since 1913. Hmm. There's the 13. Not only something happened that hasn't happened since 1913, but in 1913, this was a part of the information that was in the show of the channel that Brother Bilal and I got on the Kentucky Derby. 
And if someone can do the math really quick, someone in the blue room, help me out. 1913 to today is how many years? Who knows? How many years has it been since this happened? Does anyone know? 1913, we're in 2022, 109 years, 109 years, which is real interesting because you have the one, which is the beginning, and you have the nine, which is the culmination. So this truly is a full circle moment. Hmm. <laughs> ah. So stay with me because we're gonna we're gonna dive into some metaphysics with this and 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 you're gonna just see the magic unfold. And even though this is sort of something we could all say is a wow, hasn't happened since nineteen thirteen that a horse, that odds, right, was something like 91 to 1. Not only that, not only that, that wasn't even supposed to be in the race. The horse was not even supposed to be in the race. Period. And matter of fact, the owner only found out about it 30 seconds before the deadline. This is real important, and I'm going to tell you why this has lined up with everything that's happening right now. Because that Kendrick Lamar song about being counted out. This is a story about being counted out and why you have to keep all channels open. Hence, this is why we're talking about keep the channel open, not just the channel of intuition, but the channel possibilities. It's going to be very important. So, so, so we have a horse. And this horse, by the way, that is only three years old. It's a baby. All right? This is a baby. <laughs> this horse is a baby. Very juvenile, very young. So understand, this horse wasn't even supposed to race. What happened? And without going into the whole schematics of horse racing, there was a horse that got striked from the list or shall I say, scratched 
from the list. 30 seconds before the deadline that you could say that you're going to submit a horse, the owner got notification. And first, when the owner got notification, first the trainer got notification that, hey, they were packing up to go home. And he had informed the whole team, listen, we're not going to be racing any of our horses. Let's get ready to pack it up, and we're going to get ready to go on. He gets a phone call, and the woman tells him, hey, listen, you got a spot. You you guys got a spot. He said, no, you have misinformation. You have misinformation. I want you to keep thinking about the title. You have misinformation because they just called me and told me they let the security guard go and for us to start wrapping it up and going home. She says, no, I just talked to someone. There's been some changes, and you can get in the race. So the trainer contacted the owner, Richard, and said, hey, we got a chance. What do you think? They thought about it. He listened to the trainer and said, let's go for it. We got this, we got this baby that hasn't won anything major. We really don't even know how he's going to act when he get out here. And we got this rider who has never ran in the Kentucky Derby. So they both knew knew. <laughs> and they say, let's go for it. 30 seconds. Before it's over, they go for it. So I want us to keep this in our mind. All Don't let it slip. Keep the channel open. So everybody is hustling and bustling. And they are getting the horse ready. Now, there is something that they tell you in horse racing. And if you know anybody who's ever been to the track or if you've ever been to the track, if you've ever studied horse racing, they tell you the worst position for the horse to be in is on the two ends. So that would be position one and in this case, position 21. Hmm. The horse is in position You guessed it, because they took someone else out, gave them an opportunity. The horse is in position 21. Terrible position, so they say. Not a favorable position, so they say. For a horse, yet alone, not just any horse, a horse who's never ran in the Kentucky Derby, that is only three years old, wait a minute, (laughs) 
and is riding with a rider who's never, ever, ever, ever rode in the Kentucky Derby. And by the way, the Derby, the jockey, I mean, excuse me, the jockey is riding dirty. We don't talk about that, but those of you who know, you know, the, the jockey is riding dirty. But he got to get out there and try to make it happen. So they saddled themselves up. And as they saddled themselves up and they get ready, and all of a sudden, you hear the gun. And you hear the commentator. You know how they talk. And they're running. And you see this horse. You see this baby horse. Looking around. I'm telling you. I watched it. This horse was talking to other horses. He was looking around like a kid in the candy store. Like, what do I do next? What am I supposed to be doing? He was looking to the left, looking to the right. At one time, one of the black horses looked back at him and said, hey, man, you supposed to try to catch the fastest horse. He got himself together. The, the the jockey straightened him out, and he took off. This is facts, y'all. This is real facts. He was in last place. Not for a minute. He was in last place for a lot of seconds. And then he started making his way in the crowd. But even while they were making their way through, you still see the horse looking to the left, looking to the right. In horse racing, that spells distraction. He was distracted. He was excited and he was distracted at the same time because, you know, the people are screaming. It's all of this energy. He's never done this before and he is gone. All of a sudden, he looks over at the other horse and it was like something inside of him. I, let me tell y'all what I really feel. I really, really feel that he believed in his mind. I'm not talking about the jockey. I'm talking about the horse. That he believed in his mind that he was about to go back to wild kingdom. And he was going to be the alpha male leading the pack. And he was channeling his great-great-grandfather and his great-great-grandmother, and he felt like he was back in Saudi Arabia. And he was just running free, running wild. And he took off. I mean, I don't know if they clocked him, but I'm telling you, 
He was moving. He was grooving. He was almost floating. He was moving so fast. (laughs) He was moving and he was grooving. He was flying. Matter of fact, he was flying so fast after he won, the jockey was trying to do his best to get him to slow down. Slow down. Slow down. (laughs) To slow down. But this isn't even where the magic is starting. Because I became so intrigued with this horse. And then his name. His name just kind of kind of woke something up inside of me because the horse's name was Rich Strike. <laughs> Rich Strike. I say, hmm, very, very interesting name. Rich Strike. He comes from a lineage, I believe his mother was gold strike, and I believe his, and I may have it backwards, and his father was smart strike. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got rich, strike, smart, strike. Yeah, I have it wrong. His mother was, I believe his mother was rich, strike, or it, it may be his father. Anywho, he come from rich, strike, smart, strike. And then prior to that, there was classy and smart and raised a native and smartened. Hmm. Interesting bloodline. Interesting bloodline this horse has. But that wasn't it. It was something different about this horse, the way he walked. You know, the way he held his head, you know, the way his shoulders moved when he was trotting, even though he had the jockey, it was almost like he was in a world of his own. Hmm. It was like he was in a world of his own, that he had something else on his mind that he was thinking about. And of course, I was going to find out what it was. So now, he goes over to receive all of his congratulations. They put the bed of roses on him. He stands in the winner's circle, proudly there with the jockey. 
and then all of a sudden it is it is time for him to you know do his sort of sachet around the derby and i mean the crowd is going crazy mainly they going crazy cuz nobody really bet on him <laughs> and this is a historical moment and even though you've seen uh, some frowns in the crowd you couldn't have but want to be happy for this very young horse, this rider, and the whole team. Because this was truly something that nobody seen coming. That nobody seen coming. So, as the horse is making his little trot around, they're talking to his trainer. They're asking his trainer, did you know? Like, did y'all know? You know, was this sort of like a secret weapon? Was it something? And he says, absolutely not. We didn't know. We didn't have a clue. We wasn't even hoping to win, let alone win. And, of course, we are excited. The trainer passed out in the stands. He said he didn't pass out. He said his legs gave out, and he was having some back problems, and he going to stick to that story. But I promise you, he was blindsided. And taken out. Now, we often complain about those small moments in our lives that only last a couple of minutes. Usually the things that we get extremely excited about. I mean, there was a whole song done about a one-minute man. Think about when you're on a roller coaster ride. It really doesn't last a long time. But did you know that the Kentucky Kentucky Derby is only two minutes and a few seconds? They are doing all of this for less than three minutes of fun. Getting all dressed up, wearing the big hats, coming to the track, having the celebration. They are preparing a year. Some teams prepare for years to be ready for the Kentucky Derby. And it only lasts a couple of minutes. But make no mistake, I've been watching a lot of court TV in maternity court. A couple of minutes, whether it's one minute, whether it's two minutes, or whether it's three minutes, we know can change your life. And the Kentucky Derby changed lives. Big time. Big 
time. So check it out. Everyone is excited. It's so much excitement in the air. There was a horse named Epic Center. And by the way, shout out to Epic Center. I was channeling a lot of the horses and having sort of those one-on-one conversations with them. You know, he kind of put his head down, Epic Center, and he leaned it to the side. He was a golden, no, no, no. He was a golden jet black horse. And he was the front runner. Everybody thought Epic Center was going to win. When they were walking Epic Center through there, Epic Center was like, you could tell he was pissed off. He threw his head to the side. He was galloping all hard. His his jockey was trying to hold on because he was pissed. There goes Rich Strike getting ready to come out of the winner's circle. Him and his um, riding dirty jockey. Riding dirty jockey is up there smiling, throwing his little hand up in the air. You know, Rich Strike had his shoulders back, head up, you know, kind of buffed his arms up. You know how you do, you know how guys do when they work out and their arms, they kind of get in that stand and they make the two fists. That's kind of how Rich Strike was walking out of there. So you know, like when the horses come out, what happens is there's usually an escort horse that comes beside them. And that escort horse usually just sort of, you know, kind of calms them down a little bit because there's a lot of excitement, a lot of people. And just so the horse doesn't feel like, you know, I'm around all these damn humans. You know, he can kind of have his buddy there to talk to him. All of a sudden, you see the two horses, they're galloping close to each other. And Rich turns around, I promise you looks at the horse, looks at the dude riding the other horse, leans over, takes his head, bop, and pushes him away. Like he's saying, get up off me. You're a little too close. I'm going to need you to step back, homie. You're a little too close, homie. Get away from me. So they're trying to, you know, they're still trying to wave at the fans. And all of a sudden, You see Rich Strike. Rich Strike kind of like slows down like, yo, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. But, you you know, you're in my space. I'm going to need you to give me 50 feet. The horse is looking straight. The horse is like, come on, man, you're tripping. You you know, this is my job. I'm I'm just walking with you. Next thing you know, mm-mm-mm. we done had a Will Smith and Chris Rock moment at the Kentucky Derbies. All of a sudden, Rich Strike reaches over and come, take a big old bite out of crime of the other horse. <laughs> Everybody is like, yo, what is going on? They bout it, bout it out here. This is the Kentucky Derby. What is happening? 
So they're trying to push, each one is trying to push the horse back. The guy riding the trainer horse is trying to, you know, he's trying to push away. And all of a sudden, listen, you can't make this up. Red Strike looked over like, yo, you kicked me? Oh, I know you didn't just kick me. I know you didn't just kick me and goes to take a bite out of the man's leg. He punches him in the head. Clock. <laughs> Rich Strike is like, yo, hold up. Y'all got me messed up. I'm not no punk. You're not fixing to kick me. You're not fixing to punch me. And I'm about to get this horse because I told him to get away. Now, this could have been resolved very quickly. Remember, I told you this was kind of new, new to Rich. And I really feel like they didn't explain to him what was going on. And, you know, he's a very, how can I put it? See, all of this is going to make sense in a moment, but just, just, just kind of stay with me. <laughs> it's going to make sense in just a moment. So if they would have just explained to him, this is what's going to happen. But see, it's, it was kind of hard to explain the process to Rich Strike because, remember, they didn't think he was going to win. So no one explained to Rich that in the event that you win, here's what you're going to have to do next. They didn't tell him. So him and this horse, had already had some beef earlier. So Rich wasn't really feeling him. And when he seen him next to him, he's like, you know, I'm cool. I understand I just won, but I'm going to need you to get up off me. You lose, you know, I don't really know you like that. You know, you ain't from where I'm from. I'm going to need you to scoop back. Give me 50 feet. The horse ignored him because it's an older horse. And he's thinking, listen, first of all, I don't even want to be out here, okay? This is a damn circus. And I can't run anymore. So now they have me escorting your ass back to the stall. So I'm not explaining nothing to you. So when Rich asked him the second time, he's like, Listen, I ain't going to tell you again. Y'all y'all a little too close. I'm going to need you to back up. I don't, I, don't, I don't really move like that. You know, I'm not used to that. I don't really know you. You go, And I don't really like you because I seen you earlier. And you kind of looked down on me like you thought I was a scrub, you know. You kind of laughed at me and told me, you know, I ain't feeling you. Get away. It's amazing. Horses beefing. So here we are, because this is the Oscars of horse racing. They done did a Will Smith. 
They didn't did a Will Smith and a Chris Rock. They out there fighting two horses. Finally, finally, the horse moves away. And they take Rich back. And I'm so puzzled by this that I'm like, I've got to figure this out. There is something here. Horses beefing? Where would where would this energy come from? So they interview the jockey. And one of the reporters said, I want to ask you, of course it was a woman. You know, all the men reporters wanted to push it under a rug. They just wanted to talk about the horse and winning and what did they feel. It took a woman reporter. Because you know us, inquiring minds want to know. We're curious. That intuition gets the spark in and we want to know what really happened. So she asked the infamous question. She said, I just want to ask you, what was going on? What happened between the two horses when they were out there sort of fighting? And the jockey, who is from Venezuela, English is good, but, you know, a little tricky. But I understood him very clear. He was very clear. They laughed because they didn't really believe and they thought he was making a joke about it, but he was serious. He said, I know. He said, you have to understand, Rich, Rich Strikes, you know, he, he's a tough, he's a tough boy. What he was really trying to say is he bowed about it. He just didn't, you know, he didn't know the English language to get it across to let him know, like, Rich, he may be young, but he bowed about it. So he said, I asked Rich, I asked Rich Strike, I said, why did you do this? He said, he wouldn't tell me either. He wouldn't tell me, but he's a tough boy. He tough, he tough. He wanted to, you know, he tough. In other words, he ain't going to let nobody punk him, you know? But I wasn't quite satisfied with that answer I kept saying last time this happened was 1913 during the time of 1913 most of the jockeys during that time were African-American could it be perhaps hmm very interesting. But then I found something else to be even more interesting. I know, it keeps getting better. So you have all of these people who want to take pictures with Rich Strikes. After all, he won. This is a, not only just a win, this is a historical moment. It hasn't happened in over 109 years. And to say that you were there to witness it, whether it was through television or whether it was live in person, this is a moment I think we all can agree. 
So here come all of the big wigs. And they want to take a picture with Red Strike. All of a sudden, they take the camera, and Rich is with the handlers. So there is a level of echelon that goes. You have the owner. This is the person who owns the horse. And then you have what's known as the head trainer. And then the trainer has what's called the handlers. And the handlers are the ones that really have the day-to-day with the horse. They're the ones helping him cultivate who he is, really getting him prepared for the race, you know, know what he needs on a day-to-day basis, really helping to train him up, really just, you know, everything. And then the handlers work with the groomers. And, you know, it's a lot that goes in to these horses. But this team with Rich Strike was a little different. And I know that because if you got me watching you, you got to be different. All right. So all of a sudden you see Rich Strike and Rich Strike is inside the stall and he has his back turned to where the camera is. And you see the people standing outside because they really want to get of this historic moment. And all of a sudden, I see this golden brown, massive, masculine hand that's holding the chain around Red Strike. Hmm. So I scoot up. I'm looking closer in the television. And all of a sudden... I see this brother come out. I said, hmm, now we're going to get to the bottom. We're going to get to the bottom of how all of this magic has unfolded. So I see the brother standing there with Rich Strike. He's an older gentleman. He's standing there with Rich Strike, and he's talking to him. just like I'm talking to you. And the people are still, you know, you see the little click, 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 click. You know, they're taking pictures. And he's over there whispering the rich, rich strike. He's telling Rich, what's going on? You just won. These people want to take a picture with you. Rich is shaking his head, No. He's telling Rich, Rich, you won one of the biggest races. Come on now. These people love you. They want to take a picture with you. So Rich kind of drops his head and he turns around, rolls his shoulders back, pushes his chest out, holds his head up, smiles, and sticks his tongue out like Michael Jordan. (laughs) I know y'all think I'm making this up, but this happened. (laughs) So he sticks his tongue out, and all the people 
watching. You know, they taking pictures, they taking pictures. They taking pictures with Rich, and he got that tongue. You know, he's sticking his tongue out at him. <laughs> and then the next thing I know, I see this younger brother with these gorgeous dreads in his hair. And all of a sudden, the reporter goes up to the older gentleman, and he said, you want to tell us who you are? And he says who he is. I'm going to get his name. I, I, I apologize to the brother. I should have got all my facts lined up for this, but I didn't. He tells him who he is, and he says, actually, my son is handling this horse, and I just came to help him out. But you can see that this isn't a job for them, and you can tell the way Rick Strike is responding to them that he doesn't see them. He sees them like his family, and they see him like their family. So next thing you know, stay with me, because it, it, I know y'all think it can't get no better, but it gets better. It gets better. So all of a sudden, They've taken pictures. Rich is out there, and he's gorgeous. He's a gorgeous horse. He is so gorgeous, like his his coat and his body structure. Even though you can tell he's young, he's gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. If I ever wanted to own a horse, it would be a horse like Rich Strike. By the way, they didn't really pay a lot of money for him either. But that's a whole nother other story. So anyway, they go to the press conference. And they have the owner. They have the jockey. And they have the head trainer and another gentleman. And they look, listen at me close, like everyday people. Why is this significant? It's significant not because of the clothes they were wearing. That had nothing to do with it. They were dressed um, very nice. It wasn't because of the way they talked. It was their energy. But I wanted to hear what each one of them had to say. So they started with the owner. And they talked about how those two actually met. Long story short, he worked in the oil industry, took a trip down to Kentucky. A friend of them introduced him to friends. He seen some of the horses. He really had a love for horses and wanted to work with the horses. But when he got with the trainer, the trainer made it very, 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 very clear that he had some very strict rules about horses he trained 
because he had been training horses since he'd been six years old. And his daddy was a trainer. And he knew from the time he was six that this is what he wanted to do because he loved horses. And I heard the owner say something that I don't recall hearing any other horse um, race owner in the Kentucky Derby ever have a conversation like this. And one of the reporters asked the question, and he answered it. He said, you know, you know how you have pets? You know how you have pets like dogs and cats and birds? You have pets, and you treat them like one of the family. He said, that's how we are with our horses. They are our pets. It was dead silence in the room. They ain't trying to hear that. They trying to hear how much was that purse. Because you know, when you win the Kentucky Derby, there is a purse. And I think the purse was something like $4 million. I think the owner get like $6 million. I, I, I mean, 60%. The jockey get like 13 12%, something like that. And then it trickles itself down. $4 million for less than three minutes? We in the wrong business. Listen, <laughs> we in the wrong business. I'm just saying. <laughs> so anywho, stay with me. It got real quiet when he said that. And the owner said, hmm. He said, yeah. He said, we actually had, you know, because remember, Rich wasn't supposed to run. They had another horse. Which was, oh, I thought this was so sweet, you guys, because I became curious, are all the horses that run in the Kentucky Derby, are they all boy horses? Like, can we get a girl up in there? And then I became curious, like, how many female horses actually won the Kentucky Derby? And they have something like four. They have four. Four female horses that have ever won um, the Kentucky Derby. Thank you for that, Marjorie. Marjorie said it was the 148th run, yes, it was, of the Kentucky Derby, and that adds up to 13. You can't make this up. But wait, the story gets better. Y'all aren't even going to believe this. Like, it, it gets so good. Okay, so anywho... They talked to the trainer, and the trainer, dad, is next to him. And he says some key words. I mean, when you know, you know, right? He said, you know, they had another horse, and they were talking about some of the other horses that um, they own. And they said that she had hurt her ankle. But they told him that she can get at least another 20 races out of her. But guess what? They decided not to race her. And people pretty much shitted on him. I mean, these are my words, not their words. I'm just telling y'all how I see it. Um, They shitted on him. Like, you stupid. You paid all this money for a horse. So what? She hurt her ankle? 
You can get another 20 races out of her. You know how much money you can make? You're not going to run her. Why are you not going to run her? And the reason he didn't run her is because these aren't just workhorses for them. This isn't just money for them. These are like a part of their family, their pets. They love them. They care for them. And the trainer he had said that he would never do anything. Remember, when you do what you love, you have a certain level of integrity that goes along with it. You have a certain level of love and care that goes into that work that will not allow you to compromise things. And the trainer already made it clear, any horse I work with, oh, no, we're always going to do what's in the best interest of horses, not racing them. So they decided not to race her. I thought that was so beautiful. I thought that was so loving, like this is where the world is moving towards. Then for this horse to win and them to be able to put that out there, you had to know, like I've seen, I've seen the sparks of consciousness start to wake up in the people that were there. You could see the energy start to shift in their auras as they heard them talk about the horse. And then next, the trainer, dad, was next to him, and his dad broke down crying. Because he was so proud of his son that had been working with horses ever since he'd been six years old. And he didn't just work with horses and hire handlers and said, you do this and you do this. He was hands on. He was hands on as well. Now let's go back to the handlers. Because the brothers who was handling, which was a father, a brother, and I think some other family members, I'm not sure, uncles, cousins, or whoever, but they were four-generation handlers. Four generations. That's daddy, granddaddy, great-granddaddy, and great-great-granddaddy. You've got to know four generations is taking us way beyond the hundred-plus years. And then he dropped another gem. He said they were the only all-black handler crew left. That was there. The only all black handler crew that was there. So let's go back to the conversation with the owner, with the rider, the jockey and the trainer and his father talked about when he first got rich strike. And as they begin to try him up, because that's the question, everybody wanted to know, did you see the potential? Did you think that he would one day be able to win the Kentucky Derby? And they were completely honest. 
That's it. Thank you, Jerry Dixon Jr. and Jerry and and Dixon Sr. That was the family's name. It was the Dixon family, the brothers, the trainers, four generations. So they said, no, we never seen it coming. Like we knew the horse was going to do, we knew Rich would do some great things, but mm, we didn't think about the Derby. We thought that we would be able to get in there and give a good enough showing. Rich would do a good enough showing that people would know he had potential. Now stop right there. (laughs) Here is the crazy part. They never thought. They never thought in their wildest dream. And then the trainer had never had a Kentucky Derby horse winner ever, 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 never. Matter of fact, I don't think his father, his whole career of training ever had a Derby winner. And the owner had a string of what others called bad luck. See, you have to be careful especially since it's Friday the 13th still in some parts of the world, you have to be careful about what people deem as bad luck. He didn't have bad luck. He had a conscious. He had love. He had care. It wasn't just a way to make money. So they thinking you got these horses and y'all sitting around playing with them (laughs) and you're supposed to be running them to make money. In fact, they use that word. You've been having a string of bad luck. He didn't even respond to that question. He focused on keeping the channel open and he talked about how proud he was of Everyone and Rich Horse for the win. That was that what that was the focus. That was the focus. But let me tell you something else I found to be interesting. So the next day, you know, all of the broadcasts, you know, they're talking about and YouTube, you know, you know how YouTube get down. Baby. You ever want to know what people into? Go to their house and ask them to pull up YouTube. Because YouTube going to put it in your algorithm. <laughs> so the next day, my algorithm is flooded with rich horse or rich strike, excuse me. Because I've been watching about the Kentucky Derby and rich horse and rich strike. So here's the other thing. They show this video of this woman, and she's sitting in the chair, and this woman is crying uncontrollable. In fact, she's crying so uncontrollable, the reporter cannot even ask her question. She's about to start hyperventilating. And the lady said, ma'am, ma'am. I know you're excited. 
I know you're excited. We got over here as soon as you told us. You want to you, you tell everybody what happened? And she keeps pointing to a picture of her husband. And the reporter says, so, 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 so what happened? So finally she gets herself together. She said, you know, we have a family tradition that during the Kentucky Derby that we would vote on a horse. But we had a rule in our family, and that is everyone must pick the same horse. So you can't have one child over here talking about they want Epic Center. You can't have another child over here that wants Thunder Moon. You can't have another child over here that wants Johnny Come Lately. And you can't have another child over here picking Follow the Fool, because that was really a horse name. And another child over here picking red strike. We all have to agree and come to an agreement of the same horse. And if we don't, we don't bet. She said this was the first time, the first time ever that everyone chose the same horse. And you guessed it. The horse was Rich Strike. So, they didn't go to the Kentucky Derby. They bet online. But here's the thing of why this was such a moment for this family. Because her husband had passed away a couple of months earlier. And on his deathbed, he told them, I will look out for y'all. I will make sure you have everything that you need. I didn't do everything right while I was here, but you will be okay. No, I will look out for you on the other side. So the mother said when she seen the horse, it came to her that it was her husband. And she knew it was him looking out for them on the other side. So she's screaming, I know it's my husband. He said he would look out for us. And they didn't have a lot of money. You can tell that. And they won. And the kids said they kept telling their mom, 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 we won, we won. And she was like, it's your dad. It's your dad. I I don't think y'all get it. This is where the consciousness of the world is moving. Keep the channel open. Because they believed in their heart, no matter how tough it got, no matter how low money got, no matter what things didn't go well that their loved one would be looking out for them on the other side. So she knew that was it. So I said, Rich Strike, pretty interesting. 
Now, there was another, another story. A little boy that was seven years old. No, I think he was eight. Eight years old. You see the reporter come to him. His parents are crying. And the little boy is standing there with the ticket. And the ticket, of course, what did it say? It said, Rich Strike. And he's smiling. You see his beautiful little smile. And you see him holding the ticket. And his father said that his son, you know, this is, this is something, you know, to kind of play around with the kids, let his son. And his son took his money and put a couple of dollars on Rich Strike. That's who his son wanted to bet for. It was something about that name, the little boy said. And his parents, of course, probably kind of chuckled because they realized you're betting on a horse and you're not going to win. But we're not really playing to win. We're just really playing to uh, allow you to express yourself as a child and have a little family fun. But Rich Strike won. But here's the interesting story about this little boy. His parents was beside themselves because they found out he had a rare form of cancer. And the treatment and the money that they needed, they did not have it and didn't know where they were going to get the money for his cancer treatment to be able to do the things that he needed to do to slow the cancer down, to keep him alive. And this little boy won. Keep the channel open. Keep the channel open. This, This is two families. And then next, the trainer while him and his wife and family was out of town a couple of months earlier, they had a fire that burned down two of his huge barns on his property. And he said it was at that moment he was going to give it all up. But he had a lot of people that loved and cared about him and strangers who didn't know him to really help him rebuild some of the things that he had. But you could tell that kind of broke his spirit and he was going to give up because he was emotional about the story. Imagine if he would have allowed that setback And said, I'm done. I've done this horse racing thing. You know, my daddy did it. I've been doing it since I'm six years old. And it's a wrap for me. His daughter was crying uncontrollable. And it wasn't because of the money. She said her father worked so hard. And this is what he loved. 
And this could not have happened to a better man. Imagine that. Rich strike. (laughs) And then I'll tell you this part of the story and then I'll wrap it up here. They asked the owner, when did they know that rich strike had potential? And he said he was sitting at home, he was having dinner, or he was out having dinner. And all of a sudden, his phone chimed. And it was a text message from the trainer. And the trainer sent a picture to him. And underneath the picture, it said, I really think we have something with Rich Strike. And he said he looked at the picture. And it was a picture of Rich Strike laying in the hay with all of the handlers, the brothers, all laying there on him together, a nap. And that's when he knew that Rich Strike had potential. And they laughed and thought it was beautiful. Because that's how close they all are to one another and how much love they have for each other. So, Kentucky Derby, who knew, right? Such a beautiful unfolding story that is still unfolding because they made the decision not to run Rich Strike in the next race. Number one, because he's still young, and you see he bouted, bouted. You know, they got to kind of let him know you can't be out here in these streets, you know, bucking up on horses, you know. And then I told you guys the jockey was riding dirty. The jockey, you know, had some fines for some things he did with other horses. He didn't do it with Rich, but he did it with some of the other horses. And uh, so he was suspended for four days. (laughs) You know, so, you know, you always sometimes get a little drama in there with the good. But if you get a chance, check out Rich strike. I will be following Rich Strike and the Dixons. I would love to have them brothers come on. They talked about some of the things when it came to the horses that they did and their grandfather did and how they had a love for this. And when they asked his son, uh, 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 the junior, you know, what was his favorite horse so far? And he turned around with the beautiful locks in his hair And he said, Rich Strike is his favorite horse. And you can tell because when he is near Rich, they are having conversation. They are talking to one another. They understand each other. They hang out together. You know, they are all there together. Um, And uh, I just thought this was so beautiful. Yes, 
Tasha, it does make so much sense why he was acting the way he did when he was, you, you know, he understand what's going on. He, <laughs> so we have to keep the channels open. Yeah. We have to keep these channels open. You never know. Don't count yourself out. I don't care if it's 30 seconds left. I don't care if it's one second left. You don't know how the universe can come in and show you something you didn't see, how you can see some things happening, you know, that that, that makes a way out of no way, you know? Don't ever count yourself out. Keep the channel open. So that's it. In perfect alignment, this is the Kentucky Derby 148th. This is the 148th run of the Kentucky Derby. And if you take that number, thank you so much, Marjorie, who's in South Ambassador. Let me ring the bell. She broke it down. That is number 13. So there you have it. And uh, signs and symbols can be found everywhere. Magic is everywhere. Spirituality is everywhere. There are so many things. We have to stop separating our world. And we definitely have to keep the channel open. And we have to understand everything goes together from our biology to our social cycles and our spirituality, all of these things make us up of who we are, the divine spiritual beings that we are on earth, growing up all here together. So there you go. Y'all got a little story time with Rich Strikes. I love that. I love Rich Strikes. Yeah, he's a beautiful horse, just gorgeous, just gorgeous. We're going to get ready to go to the phone lines and um, we're going to get ready to go to the phone lines. I don't know what this is. This looks like spam. I'm over here. Somebody trying to tell me something. Let me, uh, <laughs> let's get ready to go to the phone lines. We're going to listen to some music. And uh, we're going to listen to some music. This is what I want you guys to do. We have almost 200 people inside the Blue Room alone. I love you all. Do me a favor. Hit that like button. And if you haven't subscribed, go ahead. What are you waiting for? Like, what are you waiting for? Like, go ahead. Hit that subscribe button. We're going to get ready. When I come back, I'm going to go to the phone line. So I'm going to take some calls from you guys. And, uh, yeah, see, I didn't know if the story was going to be in alignment. I promise you, when I was watching the story, I was really, really there for me, me and Rich, me and Rich Strike. And uh, <laughs> I was there for me and Rich Strike. And uh, I just thought, wow, it's so so beautiful. And, of course, this was the perfect opportunity to be able to share it with all of us here. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. We're going to get ready to take some calls. I want you to think about your questions when you're coming on the phone line. Think about your question. Maybe write it down, you know. Or even some of the things that you're taking away from the share right now. 
people in here, you know, they just want to be, they want to be where the happenings is, and we're going to just go ahead and take care of that, but yeah, Planet Remix, everyone, Planet Remix Radio, (laughs) I know, I've never bet on a horse since I was little, and I used to go with my grandfather, but I'm definitely going to be looking into it more, especially since you can do these things online, and I, I really can see how, you know, I don't know, I love the horse's name, I'm telling you, I sat there, I just took out a notepad, and I just started writing down all of their names. Because it was just so amazing to me. I was like, wow. Who knew? Who knew? And where did they get these names from for these horses? You know? With all kinds of beautiful, amazing names. Um, I really enjoyed it. I did. So, I thank you all for listening to me go on and on and on and on. (laughs) And if you get a chance and you haven't done it, listen to Kendrick Lamar's new project he just dropped. When I tell you, I love it. The craftsmanship is there. The craftsmanship is there. Um, just his lyrics, just his mind, just his expression, you know, um, modern day poets of our time really just, I love it. I love the whole album. I was listening to it earlier, just kind of vibing out to it, just kind of vibing to it. <laughs> mm. All right, we're going to go to the phone line. We're going to go to the phone lines. How are we feeling? How's everybody doing? Oh, my goodness. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. Do that. Do that. Yeah. All right, we're going to get ready to go to the phone lines. Ah, Let's go to the phone lines. And I am going to jump around, so uh, just be ready when I call on you. And we're going to go to the phone lines. Let's go to the phone lines. Oh, by the way, for those of you who were in Self-Invested, we had an amazing class. And I just want to mention this to everyone. We did some really, really cool things in our Wednesday night in Self-Invested. We did some pendulum magic uh, just to be able to tap in and connect with the frequency and be able to get more than just a yes or no answer. And it was quite amazing. Thank you all for that love as well. So let's get ready to go to the phone lines. Let's go to the caller calling in from area code 2289. 2289, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are. Hello. Hello, and where you're calling from. Hello, who's on the line, please? This is King Lemuel. 
Oh, greetings to you. Yes, can you 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 sound like you in um, the New Jersey Turnpike? Like, can you come a little closer? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. How you doing, Miss I'm good. Do you have me on speakerphone? I want to make sure everyone can hear you. Yes, ma'am. I'm on speakerphone. That's why. Can you? Is there a way to take us off speaker? Okay, let me let me see. Let me see. I'm, you know, I'm scared of the phone. The phone up to my ear. I'm Are you? What what yeah, you man. scared of? What you think is gonna happen? The radiation. Oh, yeah, listen, your, your aura is much too powerful for that. Um, your aura <laughs> you see, is, is yes, it is. For that. yes, it is. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, oh. I want to tell everybody hello, especially uh, Brenda, Brenda Vibes. She always participates. I, I like she, her comment. Aw. Yeah. Yeah. And Miss Lola Polana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I wish everybody I wish everybody a good night. Ma'am? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Jacktown, Mississippi, the murder capital of the world. Oh, you from the SIP. Yeah, Jackson, Mississippi. You from the SIP. I love it. I always remember driving when you come in. It's like this huge sign. Like, it tells you welcome to Mississippi. Welcome to Mississippi. (laughs) You get ready to go through the toll booth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, if you're coming from uh, Vicksburg Way, that's West. That's that's West. Yeah. It has it up there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh well, good, good. Are you enjoying the share here tonight? <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Uh, uh, look, when I heard about the horse, my mama told me about the horse. Oh, did then she? she told me it was, yeah, she told me eight or one to one. And she and she broke it down. She was just so fascinated about it. But when I'm I heard it from you, you, and you go, yes, and when I heard it from you and you broke down what was going on, really about it, it was a magical horse, and I just started crying because I couldn't believe from that little old spirit of horse, you know, it changed many people's lives. Yes, you know, it, it, especially about the little boy, you know. And, yes. Um, the, the 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 lady that the, uh, her husband had died, you know, yes. and, and his present from the other side, you know. Yes. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was yeah, hard I'm sure it, that's it what so your hard. mother felt too, because I'm telling you, the moment I I I heard the name, it just kind of yes. was like, hmm. Rich that's strike. right. That's right. <laughs> right. Rich strike. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Oh. I've been trying to get in for so long. Uh, I've been, I, I, I know I've been with y'all for, uh, I want to say, about four months. I've been trying to get in, get in, get in. I said, this tonight right here. I know this tonight. Well, you did. You did that. You know your magic. You are in. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You yes, are ma'am. in, yes. Yeah, this is what I want to know about. I'm just going to get down to business. Yes. I want to know my classic record, the best, you know, the best version of me, when, you know, uh, my past life. And I want to know 
about my father, and <laughs> we we just start off with the Casarica first. Mm-hmm. Well, listen. You want me to do a whole Akashic record reading for you? <laughs> just one of the best ones, you know, just one of the best ones. Just one of the best ones. There is no bad one. There is no bad one. And you, I heard you also mention um, your father um, yeah. as well. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Keep talking to me. Uh, let, let's see if your records will even open for us. Let's see. They actually we have to wait almost two and a half, three years to get a classic record reading from me. Yeah. Oh. Okay, golly. Um. Mm, let's see what can I say. Keep talking. So you, 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 you want to know? You've been listening for how long? You said you've been listening. Uh, about four months. About four months. Yeah. About four months. Yes, I, 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 I found you through Brother Panic. Yes. Mm-hmm. I found you through Brother yeah. Panic. And um, uh, the, the, uh, what is it, Mysterious Foolish? Foolish? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And you just, when I heard your voice, I said, that's her. That's her. That's her. That's all that I'm saying. That's her. I got to say. And you then said that's my, her. That's her. That's her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my um, my, what you call it? That thing that's in uh um, oh, algorithm. My algorithm is so powerful that it oh, brings beautiful. in people. You know, and and I was like, you know, I used to um uh uh you know. Excuse me, from, excuse me. Uh-huh. I was trying to say so many things at, at one time. Uh, it's okay. It's so powerful. I used to ignore it, you know, but then I found uh-huh. MG the Future, and he was, you know, he, he's like me. Uh, he's a producer or whatever um, on YouTube, yeah. and I found him, and I found Will Tie, a priest to the brother Will Tie, too, and he part of the, uh-huh. uh, you know, listening to uh, MG the Future, and and after I found MG the Future, I started I started started not um, ignoring it. So anything that comes in my algorithm, I know it's personal for me. You know, I know it's um, personal for me. Yeah. And, and yeah. And then I, I yeah. just started, you know, started and it, it sends people to me. I'll be like, and I love them, you know. And it, it, it's yeah. weird how yeah. they can bring up something like that. <laughs> they, they can find you hard, you know, hit you, mm-hmm. you know. That's too powerful. They don't need that type of, uh, you know, they don't need to be working that type of magic, right? <laughs> you know, that's too powerful. That's too powerful. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Um, but um, the beautiful people that's in here, Lord have mercy. It just brighten up my day every time I come on here. And just listen to y'all and the stories, Lord, Lord, Lord. Yeah, you know, I know. It's so powerful. It's, um, it's some amazing uh, beings that um, that are here, you know, that yeah. are okay. here, you know. And other world too. And uh, you know, I noticed some of the comments, um, and I look at some okay. of the, uh, the the profiles. The, um, 
the, uh, the profile, and I, I, and there's other mm-hmm. beings here that's not from this earth too. You know, you know that though, Dosh. Oh, you of know course. That, I, yes, I yes. like to think that my home home is not. You know, I'm yes, here yes. now. <laughs> well, I have yes, to think about yes. what my mama says. Not where you're from is where you're yes, at, right? Yes, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's Let's talk about it. And thank you so much for um, sharing that with us. And I'm going to tell you about a past life that's coming up for you at this time. And this particular past life is going to take us back. Mm, It's going to take us back. It's, It's pretty ancient, I would say. Um. And it's going to take us back to what we would now know in the world as Finland. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in this particular past life there was um, hmm, was some interesting times um, and it was a lot of upheaval up 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 evil I guess you can call that like wars and uh, fighting going on and a lot of this was for uh, independence Uh And you came from a family of farmers. And this was a time, you know, the winters were very harsh. And even the summers weren't that good. In this particular life, you was a boy, um, and you had two other brothers, and it was your mother and your father. And in your village and community where you lived, um, you were the youngest brother out of the three boys, and there was a lot of fighting going on. Your family was of the of the poor class, as would many of the people. And even though there were certain areas that you all attempted attempted to uh farm, what was going on is there was famine that was happening mm-hmm. and people were starving to death. And the people were rebelling against you know, the government, you know, against the those in charge to, you know, do something about what was going on and what was happening for the people. There was malnutrition that was happening. People were starving and, you know, there was disease that was happening, you know, and, and, and so many people were dying. And so you and your three brothers, 
went off to go look for food, shelter, um, a way to get away. And your father chose to stay. He didn't want to... um, He didn't want to leave. He wanted to stay and sort of, you know, kind of rot it out because there was other family members there. And you and your brothers, you kind of were nomads for a while and you were just sort of traveling from place to place. And it was a lot of things that actually happened. And a lot of those things were that you had to steal to get food. You had to kill to get food. You had to do some things that were... That's one thing I'm not a good thief. I've never been a good thief. (laughs) Well, and it's probably because you have already been a thief. Yes, yes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And... You wanted to protect your brothers, even though you were the youngest. Mm-hmm. And you did your best to um, protect your brother. But eventually what ended up happening is that you all got sick. And then the winter came. And you didn't make it from that point. Now, I'm telling you sort of the condensed version here, but there's some things I want you to know, um, some gifts that you actually brought back. Number one, you're a very honest man, and you will definitely give the shirt off your back to anyone, Mm. anyone. In fact, your problem is you put everyone before yourself. Silly girl. (laughs) The other thing is you have a very interesting relationship with food. (laughs) And this is because you come from a time where there was no food. And so in this life, that's, that's sort of your thing. You know, food has been sort of your, your, you know, that's your kryptonite. You love to eat. You love to eat. (laughs) You love food. But I want you to understand because this has been a challenge for you, and this is going to help you to balance out that challenge. This is why you're that way. This is even why when we had the shutdown, you were the main one sort of saying, we got to make sure we have enough food. We have to make sure we have enough supplies. I want to tell you this. I want to let everybody know this here too. That's online. Okay, you yeah. know this. This is how my this is how my world is. Okay, during the time that the world is trying to end, my mm-hmm. daughter got married. My daughter got married. Um, this is my first time having my own place. You know, mm. it seems like everything's got to go in shambles for me to have something good to grow in my life. That's the crazy thing about my life. And now you see why. Because Mm -hmm. that was all of your life. And this, this is the past life that's been activated for you. So these are a lot of unconscious beliefs that are coming out. 
So I'm so glad you are doing this work on yourself because these are things in your subconscious. Yeah. And it's I do it really, too. I, I, and I do it naturally too. I, I ask myself, why are you doing it? Well, don't make no difference, but let's go on here and do it. That's right. <laughs> and you also mm-hmm. feel if you're not around, things aren't going to happen right. Mm. So, I am excited for where you are now. And I want to tell you this. This is about doing a lot of unconscious work. And one of the times that, where where do you currently live right now? You live in Mississippi? Yes, Jackson, Jackson Mississippi. Um, and is, how do you feel about cold weather? Oh, I was born in the cold. I was born January 3rd. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, um, I see, I do, I do. I do like the cold better than the hot. I do like the cold mm-hmm. better than the hot. I can say that truthfully. Honestly, because mm-hmm. I can put more clothes on, you know. Mm-hmm. And it and makes can, you feel. And I can, mm-hmm. and I can dress too. I can dress, you know. I can dress like I mm-hmm. want to dress. I can put on my uh and put on my uh and put mm-hmm. on my uh <laughs> and be mm-hmm. fly, you know. Yeah, yeah. just me there. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're still running around like a no man. By myself. Walking and talking to God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't make this safer. up. I feel safer. I feel safer alone because I don't need nobody else's problems with me because you never know what's going on with another person listen. with you. Know. I hope that you go back and listen to this because those are past life things. Yeah. And this it. is the whole thing, even with your brothers, you thought. If we were separate, we wouldn't have all died together. And that's why you think you're safer by yourself. Mm-hmm. So don't deprive yourself. This is really some unconscious energy and mainly what you sort of came back to bring front and center for yourself, to learn how to put yourself first, to love yourself and still have enough love to help others, but not in a way of controlling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're right on target. You're right on target. And, you know, the things are know that your thoughts will become reality. Your words that you speak and the thoughts that you think, these are building your world. I'm not to let, let you know you you right on the head, but um. Mhm. I feel um. I'm with then these six months. I really found out how powerful I am. Mhm. And it scares me, you know. Um, well. No need to be scared because as powerful as you are, so is everybody else. Exactly. So. Exactly. 
that's another thing you must do is to keep yourself in balance. Mm -hmm. You are powerful, but so is everybody else. Mm -hmm. And power has to come from within, not without. Mm -hmm. So this Mm -hmm. is about you really taking your life, not using any excuses for manifesting what you desire to have in life and be bold enough, be powerful enough to step into it, own it, and create it. Talk is over. It's time for you to do. Talk is over. It's time to do. You have to keep the channel open. And when you see it's time to move, you got to move. When it's time to strike, like rich strike, you got to strike. You have to do it. You can't keep thinking about it. You have to take action. Make it real. Make it tangible. You have nothing standing in your way. Nothing. And there's nothing to fear at all. Not even failure, because you've had your share of that as well. So there you go. You still with us? No, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm just soaking it all in. <laughs> I'm just soaking it all in. I ain't lying to you. I'm just soaking it all in. Well, good. I I'm glad you soaked it in. I knew this was the night, though. I knew this was the night. When I uh, broke out in tears, when, when, you know, got deep into the story, I said, this is mm. the night here. Oh, yeah. One more you time. You knew it. One more time. Yes, one yeah, more yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah, I wanna yeah. know I wanna know about my dad there. You wanna why know he'll about never your come dad. why why he'll never come and talk to me. Yeah. So here's the thing. Your father is around you and I feel like your father's been gone for a while now. Has it been about ten or thirteen years? How long? Close to it, I believe it's been uh, it's been eighty, oh, eighty nine, eighty nine. Mhm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Somebody do the math. But your father is around you, and he's always watching you, always watching you, watching the family. And he's there. In fact, he's telling me he's closer to you now than he was when he was here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And thank you, Jason Cruz. Jason said that's 33 years. Wow. 33. That's that consciousness. Yeah, very powerful. Yeah. So here's the thing. It feels like 10 years, so either between 10 or 13 years, something happened. I don't know if you made contact or something, you found out something about your dad, but I feel like he was 10 years ago, something major. I'll just push that to the side. But here's the other thing. 
So your father is around you. If you want to make contact with your father, you have to raise your frequency. Because even though spirits on the other side lower their energy so that they can make connection with us, you have to be in a high frequency to be able to hear them, to be able to make that connection, um, to do that. And your dad is here, sort of sort of giving you that strength, giving you that courage for you to get out there and really live life, for you live life. He's around you. He loves you. He's supporting you. Matter of fact, he says he loves all his children. So I know it's more than you. But your dad is there and he really wants you, he's cheering for you, to be a better man, a better father than he was. I'm a, what they call it, street need, you know, I was there. Uh, I I changed it, and the 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 kids that come under me, my my generation that comes under me, yes. haven't thought about haven't thought about no streets, haven't don't think about no streets. They hardworking. Um, yeah. My nephew just has a son, and he's gifted. You know. Yes. I I can see where I broke that chain from where yes. uh, street life and hustling. Uh, uh, That's you know, wrong people. Yes, I, I can see where I, I broke that chain. That was that all about. That was all about your past life. Mm. Your greatest fear is to be poor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ain't telling me nothing. I know. Mm-hmm. Your greatest mm-hmm. fear. Yes. And so you spent your whole life trying to hustle to make sure that this hasn't happened. And in the midst of that, you had a spiritual awakening. Yes. So, congratulations. Keep doing the work and take action. Build something. Create something something in this physical realm. Use that power for the legacy in your family. I I know you will. I know you will. I know you will. Well, there you go. I am so excited for you. Welcome to Planet Remix, and thank you so much for coming on and sharing your beautiful story. And you have to tell your mother the backstory about Rich Strike. And that's my best friend. That's that's the only person I talk to every day. I I haven't talked to. That's no story. That's my best friend. I call her winner. I call her winner. I say, yeah. When I call, I say, "What you doing, winner?" Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Best friend. 
Yeah, well, beautiful, beautiful. Nothing like having your mother as a best mm-hmm. friend. <laughs> and I feel, yes, and I feel for the ones that don't have it. When I think about this, I hurry up and tell her, I love you. You never did nothing wrong with me. You almost made, made, you almost made a mass murderer, but I came up out of it. That's right. Well, well, you gave some more confirmation about this past life, because that's what (laughs) you was doing. I just told you you was killing and robbing and stealing. You was doing all of that. (laughs) You can't make this shit up. Like I'm telling you, I want you to do some research on Finland. Find a landmass, an artifact, any of that. And what I want you to do is to write out, go back, listen to what I just told you here. Write out what came to you from that past life and also this life and see how they mirror each other. This is how you merge the energy together to begin to start opening up that channel for all the gifts. Because the gifts that you brought back was really your big heart, the love. Also, your gifts is also in your dreams. So you have to allow yourself to be able to free to dream and not just at nighttime, but be able to be free to dream during the daytime. And you have to start taking actions on those dreams, listening to your intuition. I also want to tell you, make sure that you go to YouTube afterwards. And one of the things I want you to fall asleep to is listen to the sounds of Mercury. This is the planet that is connected to you. And of course, Mercury is the planet of communication. And this is really going to help you. So when you get to those points where you hit what you call the blank wall, you get scared. This is what's going to help you so you can get some more insight to continue to move forward. Yeah. All right? I keep That's all right. You can always come back and download, download, download and get it. But I love you and thank you so much for coming on. Hold the line for it. Peace. And I love all of y'all. Y'all, y'all have. I have my prayers for you all, and y'all have prayers for me, and y'all have a great night. And much love, much love, much love. Much love, peace and love. Thank you for being a part of Planet Remix. That was so cool. Let's go to the next caller calling in from area code 9522-9522. You're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hi, Miss Blue. This is Trish. I'm Hi, Trish. I'm calling from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, greetings, Trish. Trish, we got another M. We got Mississippi. Now we have Minneapolis. I can never say that correctly, but uh, there you go. Thank you so much for calling in. You're enjoying the share tonight. (laughs) I am. I am. So um, my question um, for you tonight is I just, I'm just having a bit of a hard time I feel like I'm just being really hard on myself with things, and I just kind of want a message from my team or confirmation on if I'm mm-hmm. doing things right. I kind of feel like a child right now. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like, I just feel so underdeveloped 
in the areas that I feel like I need that need most of my attention right now. So I just uh-huh. need some guidance on that. Uh-huh. You feel underdeveloped and uh you feel like you need some guidance. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Especially when it comes to like the external things in my in my world. When it comes to like internal feelings, emotions, spiritual stuff, like I can dig deep and I'll spend I'll stay up for two, three days straight doing it. <laughs> it's very but important. What are you really but, what are you really doing? Because how do you um, separate that? And that's the point. I've I've done that a lot and so now in that um, being present, being more grounded, in which I don't have a lot of experience with, it's kind of like my North Node energy. It's very, it's been very uncomfortable for me, and I don't have a uh-huh. lot of experience with it. So uh-huh. um, I'm trying to factor in my my center um, uh-huh. and balancing myself between the two things. In my day-to-day life, in my day-to-day life. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, okay. And so, so, yeah. so, but tell me this, what spiritual work are you doing? Because you said you can stay up for days, you can stay up for nights. What are, what exactly are you doing? So, um, um, I'm a bit of, I love to write. So, I write mm-hmm. a lot. And um, I just get all of these, like, channels or information, or I'll get a word where, like, for example, I got a word about stability. And I just, right. like, go deep into stability, and I just see these images and uh-huh. and, and geometric shapes and different things, uh-huh. and I just go for, like, hours, like, going deep in the etymology, everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, no. and, and, no, and that really spins good. off into it spins off into something else, and then, it, yeah. So that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. And once you get all of this information, what do you do? Hold it. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't know what to do with it. I got so much of it. I got so much paper, Miss Blue. I'm like, I don't want to throw it away because I'm right. like, there's so much information I've downloaded, but, like, what do I do with it? Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> What was the last word you got? Was it stability? Um, the last word today I got actually was holding cell. Uh-huh. And did you do research on holding cell? I haven't yet, no. Mm-hmm. Hold that. But what was the word before holding cell? St- uh, stability. Stability. You have a pen and a piece of paper? Right in front of me. All right. Mm -hmm. I want you to write stability down, and then I want you to write holding cell. Okay. You got it? Yep. Okay. And so your biggest challenge, you said, and is that you need a word because, tell us that reason again. So I feel like I get clarity. Like, it's like being in an unknown space where I don't know what's going on is, like, painful or fearful for me. Uh And it sends me, like, like haywire. 
Like, uh-huh. I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Like, I need answers. I need information. I don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. And so that's the only thing going on in your life right now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, right now, I feel I'm I'm in a space where um, I've been displaced for a while, me and my son, for almost yeah. a year, actually. And... Um, uh-huh. I've been trying. I've got a. I got a great job now, and it's been since 2016 since I've appreciated. It's been uh-huh. since 2016 um, that I worked, and my spirit team had a hard time convincing me. Even you, I called once before. It was like, all you uh-huh. need is a job, girl. <laughs> and uh-huh. I was like, no, no. It was. I was dug in my heels. Didn't want to do that. But it took a crisis situation for me to realize that. You got to take care of yourself. It's not life is not about sitting down just writing all the time. You got to get out here in the world. You got to support yourself and your child. So that's right. I got a job, and so okay. now I was. I've been trying to get housing and understand where should I go? Should I stay where I'm at? Should I move again? And I'm just like all over the place applying for different things, and everything is falling through like the floor on me. In regards to what to do, like all of these programs, everything is like, nope, you're overqualified. You make too much money. This is this. This is that. And I'm just like shaking and freaking out because I'm like, I've been here too long. Where do I go? Okay. So now here comes the good part. I want you to look at that paper because what you're doing is you're channeling answers for yourself. You just don't think they're connected to you because the number one thing you need is stability. Mm -hmm. And guess where you are right now? Stability. What's the second word you channeled? Oh, the holding cell. Oh, my God. You're in a holding cell. So watch this because I'm going to show you how to get out. You're going to channel how to get out of a holding cell. First, understand what a holding cell is. Okay. See, you're thinking cell like with the bars. But this is the holding cell, like C-E-L-L, like atoms, like your cells in your body, the cells in your brain. You have to get your emotions stable first. They have to be balanced and your thoughts have to be protected. And you have to get into more feminine energy. Okay. Okay. So the hold is happening inside is causing things to not move on the outside. Okay. So the first thing you have to do is understand that right now you have stability. Now, you may not be in a place where you want to stay, but it is stable, correct? Yes. This is a place where you feel like you and your son are protected, correct? Yes. You want to make moves and go somewhere else, 
but you do have a stable environment. So now I need you to be able to get into feminine energy and celebrate this within yourself. Look at where you were and look at where you are and understand that you have come a long way. I have. Yeah. And you have to give yourself credit for that. I remember when you called in and I told you, you need to go get a job, period. Yeah. <laughs> we How keep it real and raw here, right? Yes, I remember that. <laughs> With love. Because yeah. somehow, I don't know why we're still doing this, because this is something Brother Bilal and I, we have made it very clear on Planet Remix, stop setting your worlds apart. Mm. Working a job is spiritual. Everything you do is spiritual. There's no such thing as I do spiritual work in the dark. I do spiritual work on a Tuesday. I do spiritual work at night. You're always doing everything spiritual. This is how you show up. This is how you live. This is the work you do. This is the people you interact and how you're interacting with them. This is spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot treat it like it's another foreign object that only deserves to come out at night. We know the freaks come out at night. At least that's what the song was, right? But we don't want spirituality to only come out at night. It's got to yeah. come out all the time. It's front and center. So I need you to have a mind shift. You have to protect your thoughts. Okay. Because you're allowing these self-defeating thoughts to start coming back up. These are some of the same thoughts that got you in the condition that you were in a while ago. And we don't want to do that again. No. We want to grow from it. You're not mm -hmm. channeling these words for somebody else. You're channeling these words for you. And it's right there. It's written right in front of your face. Stability. Holding cell. <laughs> <laughs> so this is about knowing your magic. And when you're doing this, you're doing it for you. So when you okay. start to dive into what is a holding cell, what's mm -hmm. the purpose of a holding cell? You can understand why you are where you're at. Your cells are holding themselves in place. They are not moving forward because they are waiting on the sign. They're waiting on the symbol so that you can know when to move. Gotcha. What you have to do is prepare yourself to move. You want to move and you just want people to say, ta-da, it don't work well. Yes, preparation and management. That's, That's not what I keep hearing, too, is managing my time, my money, my day-to-day -day right. life, everything, self-management. Right. And number one, protect your mind. Because 
you need to get a healthy level of self-talk and self-love with you. Okay. I need you to do that. I need you to be telling yourself, oh, I'm so proud of you. Oh, you are so amazing. Wow. Look at all of the things you've accomplished, and we're going to get ready to make some moves. This, not to live in a fantasy. Yeah. But so you can understand that you can do this, and you're doing this. Yeah. I need you to stabilize your emotions. So that stabilizing your emotions is to understand that you are safe to walk out in the world, go to work, and do the things you need to do. You're not freaked out by people. These are other spiritual beings. And you're able to listen to your intuition. I need you to drop down out of your mind. You're doing way too much thinking. Okay. So hang out in the lower half of your body. Okay. Trust where you are. Get your motion, emotion stable, okay? Yeah. And stop telling yourself these crazy stories because I see you telling yourself all these crazy stories. Stop it. You have to be able and be willing to tell your mind, nope, we are protecting our mind and we choose not to hold on and go running wild like Rich Horse with that thought. Okay. I know exactly how to do this. I know exactly what to do. So you sit down, you be present, you write out a plan. You think about how much, by the way, by the way, since I'm in your business, I'm going to get in the business. Get in it, Miss Blue. Come on. (laughs) You're spending way too much money eating out. Way too much money. Plan your meals. Plan your week. Save that money because you do know that eventually you are going to want to move and you don't want something like, do you have this much to put down or only if you had this? You don't want that to be the criteria for you not to be able to move to where you want to move. Got it. Okay. One more thing. Like I said, you brought me in the hut. I'm in the hut. Okay. I need you to do some feng shui on your place. I need you to clean it up. Okay. I need you to treat it like it is your palace. I want you to treat it like you live in a a mansion or, you know, that you live in a five-star hotel. Okay. Keep your stuff nice. Keep your stuff tidy. Keep your stuff clean. Get your get your child's stuff together. You know, organize your day. Organize your clothes. You can do this. But it has okay. to start with self-love with you. I need okay. you to know you are doing some amazing things. Your life okay. a couple of months ago was headed in a whole nother world. And you did what you needed to do to turn that around for you and your son. And you have to build upon that foundation. 
You're not lost and confused out here in the world anymore. And you're an amazing mother. Why are you laughing? It was a smile that turned to a tear, actually. <laughs> oh, you're an amazing mother. And I'd a be bad so hard on myself family. that way. Yeah, you got to stop doing that. You're a badass channeler. So this is how you're going to get out of this. You're going to keep channeling yourself out of this situation. Because once you do the research for the holding cell, you're going to know when the next word comes. It's leading you down the path so you can see how to move forward. Not so you can have a a bunch of words that you've researched. Okay. It's for me. It's me helping me. That's right. And what better work is that? Because one day you'll be able to tell this story to another woman or to another brother who was in your situation. And then you can say, here's the book on how you get out. Yeah. Here's the way. I did it. So keep the channel open. One sec, Ms. Blue, the clock says one, two, twelve thirty four, one, two, three, four. I've seen this number seven times today. <laughs> well, I love it. And one, two, three, four <laughs> means to go. But here's the other thing. If you're just following along and you're not doing the mm-hmm. process of asking yourself and you can simply ask, what does this mean? Then gotcha. all you are is a number chaser. You're a word chaser. That's it. Okay. Ask for clarity and they'll give it to me. That's right. Pray about it. Um, Meditate about it. Go to the ancestors about it. Ask the spirit guides about it. But certainly do not become a number chaser, a word chaser. That's not your role. You have a consciousness. You have a heart. You have a soul. You have a spirit. And you have a connection to the divine. And so everything means something. And you have to know how to keep going to get the understanding. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. I appreciate this, Ms. Blue. This really has helped me. (laughs) I was already doing what I was supposed to be doing, but I was just second-guessing it. Well, I would let you go on that, but tonight, since we're keeping the channels open, no, you wasn't. No, you wasn't. No, you wasn't. Well, now I got the right information, so I can do it. There you go. There you go. That's right. Be honest. Be honest. Be honest. Okay. I appreciate it, Ms. Blue. You're welcome. Peace and love to you. Peace and love. Thank you. Hold the line. Okay. There we go. Some really good calls. We 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 started this with Rich Strike and Rich Strike, <laughs> Rich Strike, um, and keeping the channel open. And that's what we all need to do. Let's go to the next caller calling in from area code two five two eight. 2528, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. 
Hey, Miss Blue. My name is Marcel. I am from Thomasville, Georgia, but I am in Atlanta. Okay, greetings to you, Marcel, from the uh, top. Did you say Thomasville, Georgia? Yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> greetings. <laughs> is this your first time calling in? No, about my third. Okay, well, welcome on in, Marcel. Are you enjoying this share tonight? I'm really enjoying this share tonight. Really okay. emotional. Is it? Share some of that with me. Share some of the emotions with me. I've just really been in my feelings. And it's going from sadness to happy to back to sad, listening to some of the um, the previous callers and really happy listening uh-huh. to about the horse and things like that and the family, know. you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. That's not a bad thing uh, mm-hmm. to be able to to be in our feelings, right? We we need to have yeah. feelings. That's a, uh, a healthy thing for us, you know, as well. Yeah. So how can I assist you? Well, I have been going back and forth with questions. <laughs> oh, since I dialed <laughs> in. Um, but I'll... I'll go with, can you tell me something about my past life or one of my past lives? Let me tell you why I don't want to do that. Ooh. You want me to tell you why I don't want to do that? Sure. Because that's not what you really want to know. That's I mean, you want to know, but you don't want to (laughs) know. Ask me how I know that. How you know that? Because you're not on the waiting list to get a reading from me for for that. So I know you don't want to know that. That's not what's pressing you at the moment. But this is you taking sort of a passive, aggressive move in your life. And this is how you kind of live. You really want something, but then you're kind of like, no, 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 no. I'll just settle for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told you, that's not what you really want to know. But I will tell you what, I will definitely allow you the opportunity to think about what question you really want to ask. And you can certainly ask that question. Okay. I've been uh, moving towards my dreams right now, um, pursuing my current um, opportunities. I was wondering if you see anything good coming from that. Okay. I want you to think about the question. Yes, you in the hot seat. So go ahead. You already saying it. You sweating over there. You're like, oh, <laughs> come on, Miss Blue. Don't do this, Miss Blue. <laughs> She's like, come on now, Miss Blue. But listen. <laughs> You just said, I'm moving towards my dreams. Isn't that what you just Mm -hmm. said? It is. But I want to know, what was your question? Do you see anything good? I'm moving Um, towards, listen to me, I'm moving towards my dreams. 
But I want to know if you see anything G-O-O-D coming from it. How are you moving towards your dream and you're questioning the good? So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Are you sure this is your dream? You sure you wasn't walking down the street and seeing this dream sitting on the curve and you picked it up? Are you sure yeah, you sure. wasn't watching late night TV and the dream came across YouTube? Sure. You sure? You sure you wasn't yeah, strolling on the gram and the dream popped up and you picked it up? You sure sure this wasn't your mama or your daddy dream and you just trying to help them out? Positive. Mm -hmm. So tell us about the dream. Since it's your dream, let's hear about it. Um, I'm moving um, towards, um, I'm doing more than that. I'm auditioning like acting career and uh, writing. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is your dream. Yes. And you want to know if anything good, and and I want to make sure, G-O-O-D, is possible from this dream. Not so much possible. Like, do you see any, like, pitfalls? You see pitfalls. Or you just want to know if I can see what you see. Because you see the pitfalls. <laughs> I mean, am I lying? Not so much pitfalls. I can, not pitfalls for me, like, seeing them. I can see, like, you know, like some of the dangers of it and things like that, you know. But Danger? Not like any, like, you see danger? Not danger. What like, kind of thing, danger? Like, you see how, like... Um, like being in like the public eye, things like that. That's like something I could say. Like not so much dangerous, but something. So wait a minute. You want to be an actor and a writer, but you mm-hmm. don't want to be in the public. I do want to be in the public eye, but I was just wondering, did you see any like, like am I taking the wrong move? I know it's my dream. I'm going towards it. Or is it like any mm-hmm. pitfalls or is there any like things in my way? Maybe I'm not wording myself right. That's okay. No, no, no. I, I'm 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 trying to understand because you mentioned danger about being in the public eye. You talking about like Jesse Solar Solver or whatever his name is? Solar? No, no. Like him? No, no, like okay. So in my family Mm-hmm. This was before I was born, but I always heard, I always wanted to have I always had this dream. It's what took me so long, kind of like to go for it. Um, yes. There was an aunt of mine who yes. was actually a designer, and she actually yes. sold for Motown, and she actually oh, ended up dying and being murdered. Mm-hmm. And in my family, it was always this thing like, okay, don't go out and do this, don't go out. I know it's your dream, but don't go out and do this. And it was always with the kids because this person ended up dying. It's always been right. like in the back of my mind. In the back of your mind. So when I asked mm-hmm. you earlier, was this your mama's 
and daddy's dream. You should have said no, yes. No, it's my dream. No, no, no. You should have said yes because you brought their dream into your dream, and you're making it a nightmare. Uh-huh. You see this? Yeah. So. Yeah. We had to kind of go up the street and take a, you know, cross the street and come back across the street again. But it's it's okay. I'm here with you. I just wanted you to <laughs> see. You. That's why I asked you. I said it in a funny way because y'all know me. I'm going to be me. I wanted to know, is this really your dream? Because you didn't brought other people in your dream, which means it's not totally your dream. You have to move them out of your dream because with them in it it becomes a nightmare to the point where you're questioning whether or not anything good can happen follow your dream I understand your parents fear But the truth of the matter is something can happen to you anywhere. Are they scared to go to the store? Are they scared if you go to the store? No. Are they scared if you go to school? No. Okay. Then you have to know. And you let them know that you are very appreciative of them sharing that story about your aunt and and blessings and condolences to the family. Because I understand that could leave a very tragic mark on the family. Right. I want you to take action towards your dream. Stop dreaming about it and stop allowing other people to enter your dream. I'm not telling you to be rude or disrespectful to your family, but how old are you? I'm 34. You're 34 and you have allowed someone else's dream. To take over yours. It's time that you own your own dream. Don't you think now is that time Mm -hmm. for you to take your dream back? And I mean, it's okay. It's cool. Let them keep their dream because that's their dream. You have to live yours. And you have to do it pretty quick. So. Why do you say pretty quick? You're 34. When do you think you deserve to live this dream? (laughs) I mean, I'm just asking. It's up to you. When When do you think? When do you think? You want another 30 years? I mean, you tell me. No, it wasn't anything to do like, you know, I'm 34. I was saying, like, it was the way you said pretty quick. Yeah. 
You're 34. You've been holding this dream since you've been a child. You don't think that's a long time to hold on to a dream that you're not doing? I'm doing it. I'm, I'm getting books. I'm just saying I'm so, I, that my aunt's still on my mind. That's what it is. Listen. Listen. You're acting. Tell us some of the things you've um, done. I've done um, independent films, like three independent films. I did a lot of plays. Mm-hmm. And what do you want to do? Um, film and television. Okay. Time. You start going after your dream. And I hear you I telling me the story about your aunt, but I'm not buying it. This is you thinking you're not good enough. And it's real easy to hide behind this tragedy. Because then that allows you to not fully show up and be responsible for where you are with your dream. Because at the end of the day, you didn't pick it up off the curb. It didn't come down your Instagram, and you didn't see it on YouTube, and you didn't get it from the Internet, and you wasn't hanging out with your friends and picked it up. This is your dream. And you're using the excuse of this because that allows you to feel hmm, okay about not pursuing your dream. But you know what you just did, right, by coming on the show tonight and speaking this out? Do do you realize what happened? What you just did? Mm-mm. What, did I just, what did I just do? You pulled the cover back off your dream. Now you are taking full responsibility to make it happen. And if it don't happen, it's because you ain't making it happen. It doesn't have nothing to do with anybody else. Not even your mama or your daddy. It's you. So when are you going to go and pursue your dream for real? Today, the way this conversation going. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's right. I know that's right. Go ahead and send your little one sheet and everything to Tyler Perry and everybody else. Just put it on out there. I'm telling you. It's time for you to take action. You've played with this enough. You've allowed someone else to come in your dream and make it a nightmare. So I need you to stop all this passive-aggressive things and put your intent into action. Isn't that what they say in the film industry? And action. Isn't that what they say? And they do the little action. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there you have it. 
and I see all the good as long as you are taking action. If you ain't taking no action, there is no good. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to write this number down because I actually pulled a card for you out of the numerology deck. And the number is 212. I think about Azalea Banks, my 212. But yeah. anyway, 212. I just thought, of, just thought about it. Did you? Did you? I did. I was like, oh, Azalea Banks. Yes, 212. And I want you to think about the vibe. This is the vibe of cooperation. Because the universe is conspiring for you. You have to get out of your own way. And right now you're in your own way. Get out of your own way. Go live your dreams. Because up until now, you've been living someone else's dream. Your mama and your daddy and your family's dream. You haven't been living your dream. So here's a great exercise. I want you to take out one of your little notebooks you got, and I want Mm -hmm. you to write out your dream. Write out your dream. Because up until now, you haven't been living your dream. Trust Miss Blue when I tell you what the divine has given me. Because it was on point. In the beginning, I know you was like, she don't know what she's talking about. I'm living my dream. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You was living your mama and daddy dream. But now today, today, going forward, who dream are you going to live? Mine. There you go. And you're going to take action. And please, don't forget me. When you up there getting that Oscar, that Grammy, <laughs> you know, I, you, I better hear Miss Blue. I better hear Miss Blue Planet Remix. Something. We need to get something. We need to. We need to get something up in there. Something. <laughs> there you go. I told you you had Definitely. a real question. You had a real question. Yes. <laughs> well, I love you and congratulations. Please keep us. Inform. We want to hear about how things are going for you um, going forward as well. <laughs> yes, I will. Thank you. You're welcome. Peace and love. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> oh, that was so good. That was so good. We're going to try to see if we can take a few more calls here. Let's go to the caller calling in from area code. 9088. 9088, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Um, my name is Tizaru, and I'm calling from Texas, but I'm from New Jersey. Okay, what's your name again? Oh, crap, I didn't even know it was really me. <laughs> my name is Tizaru, and I'm from New Jersey, but I'm in Texas right now. Okay, Tazara. Yes, Tazara or Zara. Now, you know, that's a trick question for Miss Blue because, you know, I love your name. It's beautiful. What what does it mean? Do you know? I actually don't know. I think my mom said it was from the Bible. And you didn't look it up? 
No, because her name is, I I thought she was just like tricky because her name is Tara and she named my brother Tazan. So I thought she just did, you know, Tazara Tara. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Either way, it's a beautiful name. And thank you so much for calling in. Is this your first time calling in? Yes. Okay. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome on into Planet Remix. You're enjoying the share tonight. Yes, it's a lot of sweet people on here. I was, yeah, it's just a lot of sweet people on here. They are, but you got to watch them. <laughs> <laughs> they sweet, but they'll give you the business. <laughs> Yeah, I heard it was one point you said something during the call that made me say oop, and I was like, I hope if she call, like if I get the call, she doesn't <laughs> read me. I mean, I want to read like that, but I still had to say oop. <laughs> well, I hate to tell you, I make none of those promises. <laughs> um, <laughs> I rather you keep it real. It is all done with love, right? But no, no. Well, welcome, and so glad to have you call in. Yes, ma'am. Oh, so uh, my question, I didn't know, um, sorry, I'm nervous, but my question is basically about my purpose um, and what my purpose Uh is, and then as well as my gift, because, yeah, I feel like I've been in those areas of doubt in that situation when it comes to that. Mm, you want me to tell you your purpose and your gift? I know. I mean, what is it? Is it I your like, birthday? I what I mean, what's, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I'm telling you, I knew, I felt like I just knew I was going to get in this call, and I'm like, okay, I need to pick questions that are just going to fit. If I'm going in, I'm getting it all. Like, I'm not going to pick those two questions. <laughs> You want to know your purpose. You want to know. You want to know your gifts. You 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 I know. Got, I really have like eight questions. I can read them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hear them. Let's hear them, Tazara. Come on, read read them off. We want to hear them all. Sure. <laughs> okay. Where should my focus be right now? What do I need to move from? What do I need to release? My planet that's connected to me. What's the main message you got for me? What's the best channel to communicate with? Like, I sure do. I want to full read it. I love it. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So let's talk about this. First of all, um, you know, that purpose thing is a little tricky, even though I understand what you mean by it. Um, but you know your purpose. A big part of your purpose is to be at peace, to have joy and happiness in your life. A big part of your purpose is to know who you are 
everything else, that's just, you know what they say, that's the icing on the cake. Now, as far as you wanting to do something purposeful, that's a little different. And even if I were to tell you, why would I spoil that for you? Why would I take that (laughs) from you? Why would I do that? Why would I say to you, this is your purpose? Because here's the thing. If I told you, you probably wouldn't do it. Do you know why I say that? Why? Because you have a hard time letting people tell you what to do. You don't like people telling you what to do. Isn't that true? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Unless, of course, he's tall, dark, and handsome, then maybe you'll listen. But other than that, You ain't trying to hear what nobody got to say to you. So we answered that question. So what was the next one? What are my gifts? Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What are my gifts? I will tell you this, and I know you know this. You are very intuitive. Very intuitive. And you're very clairsentient. You feel a lot. And if you ain't feeling it, you won't do it. How's that? <laughs> it's on the money. <laughs> mm-hmm. So your clairsentience, you know, um, and you have been. You've been pretty much conscious since you've been about seven, eight years old. Really? Mm-hmm. You have. But see, you have this warped definition about what it means to be conscious. That's why you say really. But you've always had the ability to feel what was going on, even when people around you told you that wasn't true. And so most of your life has been you not trusting yourself or second-guessing yourself. Because so much about your life that you thought was true, only to find out it wasn't true, only to find out you knew it wasn't true. How's that? Pretty much. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, how are we doing so far? (laughs) How are we doing so far? Where are we at on our questions list? No, those are okay. Can I get one more since I couldn't get my purpose at least? <laughs> I gave you the purpose. Are you kidding me? Not I'm answering your I question. I wanted the exact thing. I wanted you to tell me, listen, you're supposed to be Picasso, but you didn't. 
That is so cute. She said, I'm supposed to be Picasso. I love that. (laughs) So you want to get a bonus question since I didn't answer your first question. Okay, come on. What's, what's, What's the question? The best channel for me to communicate with myself was. Mm-hmm. It's through your heart, the place you hate to go. Your heart. Let me ask you a question. What brings you all the way from New Jersey to Texas? Really? Imagine <laughs> that. And how's that going for you? Um, honestly, I would say bad, but I ended up falling in love with myself, so. Hmm. So, let me ask you a question. Is it safe to say you already kind of had a feeling that that was going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. Not me falling in love with myself, but the other part. No, no, no. But the other part, absolutely. So so can I get my Picasso points back? You can <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I got I got some Picasso points back. Okay, good. Good to know I got the Picasso points back. All right, we back on track. Long as I'm in your good graces, I'm, whoo, I was worried. <laughs> I had to get the Picasso points back. Mm-hmm. Because you're not listening to That's right. And so are you planning on staying in Texas? Um, I want to say yeah, but I feel like, I don't actually. I won't. I don't know. I don't know if it's a self sabotage thing that wants me to leave, or I'm just trying to figure. This is my first time from home, so I don't yeah. know. You know, but I haven't left yet, so that's a good thing. I haven't given up all the. I've been through some stuff down here, and I haven't given up yet. So yeah. Okay. And are you are you working? Um, I just left my job actually in April. Mm-hmm. Mhm. So you have family here in Texas? Nope. All by my lonesome. Mhm. Mm. And you have a place to live and all of this good stuff. <laughs> For now, yes. Mhm. Mhm. And when are you planning on going home? I wish I knew. I don't know. You don't know because? When I went back home, home didn't feel home. (laughs) It Mm -hmm. felt like I was going backwards instead of forwards. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we need to reflect on the things that happen. Sometimes we need to revisit places we were at 
And then we need time to evaluate what went down in order for us to truly step into our power. Because here's what I know for sure. No matter where you go, you are taking you with you. And as long as there is a open door home, don't allow your pride to put you in a compromising position. Because you can always do it again. There's a song probably way before you were born, Do It Again. Have you ever heard it? <laughs> By the Staple Singers and Pops. No. Let's do it again. Sweet love in the morning. Sweet love in the summertime. Let's do it again. Sometimes in life, we have to do things again. We have to do it again with the same love, with the same intensity, with the same purity. Maybe the people change. Maybe the place change. Maybe the time change. But we must keep doing it again. So don't allow yourself to feel like you're saving face. But I know what the saving face is because you talked a lot of smack when you left. And you have a bad habit of thinking that you have to hate where you're leaving in order for you to move to where you're going. And you don't have to do that. You don't have to destroy the house you're in to go to another house. So be careful of the bridges you're burning because you just might have to cross them again. But I want you to stay open. Stay open. And I want you to listen to your intuition. And trust your intuition. And if something is telling you inside, hey, listen, It's time to roll out. I want you to pick up the phone, call your mother, and tell her you want to come home. You hear me? Yeah. And it's not a failure. It's not a setback. You're just going to do it again. You just realize something about yourself that You didn't know. And it's okay because we're all learning and growing. 
So I don't want you to just hold tight to something that you don't have to hold tight to just to save face. So that's what I have for you. Thank you. So I love you. I want you to be safe. And don't allow your pride and your ego to get in the way. This is not a failure at all. Some things we do need to see for ourselves in order to realize how much we're really worth. All right? Yes. All right. So keep loving yourself and uh, stay connected to Planet Remix. And thank you so much for calling in. Peace and love to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Peace and love. Oh, wow. We have to keep the channels open. We have to keep the channels open. That's right. We have to keep the channels open. I just want to say thank you to every single being. (laughs) Every single being on Planet Remix. And thank you all for coming in. I'm trying to do my trying to get my music right. I don't know where all this stuff is coming up from, but I guess we need to hear it. So. (laughs) I love it. Mm -mm. Oh, we are going to hear this because I didn't play it. Listen, I'm moving them about my way. Feverly hate and mockery. Pushing and I'm moving, I'm about my way. Hey, as I walk through these doors, hear my dreams eyes wide open while my lens are closed simultaneously. The purple smoke forms shapes and printed stories. Scenarios my ancestors left for me. I'm waking up, baby, rolling up these sleeves. Ready to bring this world, baby, ah, to their knees. Lightly speaking, but no lightly speaking. As I move through the crowd, the fox and the house combo. Be smug. Oh, the leash, leash, the ribio ain't no joke. It's coming with them same things, give it all the smoke. I'm walking with purpose, shoulders back, head up. Leading by example, already in my club. Which is full from the era that I pulled. We pity no fool, we treat these cats like the sheep who jumped over the moon. Landing in that city, you do. Sam, man, go and get on the broom. I'm Apollo Creed in they ass while I'm on Zoom. Apollo Creed in they ass while I'm on Zoom. Apollo Creed in they ass while I'm on Zoom. They too full of themselves to see me coming. Pushing and I'm moving, I'm about the way. Pushing and I'm moving, I'm about my way. Thievery, hate, envy, mockery. Pushing and I'm moving, I'm about my way. I walk in boardrooms with a serious face in every boardroom. I walk in with the same today. There be a boys club, but these squeezes come to play. Respect link with reciprocal, we call it checkmate. There be no thievery in these new inventions we display. We expect hate to come and take its natural play. We got our hands in the passing lane, deflecting balls today. Your envy and mockery got a in your face. Oh, sugar's so sweet when it's chilled from the cat. Blue the oracle says, thou should not let them drain. The energy maintained. 
exercise the vibrations on the left side of the brain. We come from giants. We embedded in this guy. 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 They too blind to see us coming. Pushing and I'm moving. I'm about the way. Pushing and I'm moving. I'm about the way. Fever, we hate, envy, mockery. Pushing and I'm moving. I'm about my way. Never hesitate. Never. Shaniqua, she's in the chat, Shaniqua Hill. I want to say thank you, pushing and moving him out the way. Now I see where spirit was leading me. That's why we got to keep the channel open because I've been wanting to play this for a long time. And um, so fitting for where we are right now, we do have to continue keep pushing and moving things out the way so that we can leave with our hearts first and keep the channel open. (laughs) What a beautiful way for us to close out the share tonight. I definitely want to hear your thoughts in the comments below after the show. Make sure you come back and definitely share with me your takeaway. How about we do this in honor of just keeping the channel open and for everything and everyone who came on uh, and shared tonight. I thank you so much. We love you so much. We are learning so much from each other as we are all growing up on Earth, planet Earth together. But in honor also of Rich Strike and the whole team keeping the channels open and for all of us here in Planet Remix, we share three of our takeaways three takeaways and you come back and you share your three takeaways here i love you all have an amazing wonderful weekend and uh yeah i'll shake to the ancestors and uh that's right that's right peace and love everyone (laughs) peace and love we're going to get out of here. And, yeah, let's do that. Maybe we need to hear. We need to hear that. We need to hear to move, push, and move out the way one more time. Let's do that as we get out. Peace and love. Ciao. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pushing and I'm moving, I'm about the way. Pushing and I'm moving, I'm about my way. Thievery, hate, envy, mockery. Pushing and I'm moving, I'm about my way. Hey, as I walk through these doors, in my dreams, eyes wide open while my lens are closed. Simultaneously, the purple smoke form shapes and printing stories. Scenarios my ancestors left for me. I'm waking up, baby, rolling up these sleeves. Ready to bring this world, baby. Uh, today means lightly speaking but no lightly speaking as i move through the crowd the fox and the hell combo be smoke 
poke the leash, leash the ribio ain't no job. It's coming with them things, things, give it all the smoke. I'm walking with purpose, shoulders back, head up, leading by example, already in my club. Which is full from the era that I pull. We take no fool, we take these cats like the sheep who jumped over the moon. Landing in that pit, you do. Sam, man, go and get on the room. I'm Apollo Creed they ass while I'm on Zoom. Apollo Creed they ass while I'm on Zoom. Apollo Creed they ass while I'm on Zoom. They too full of themselves to see me coming, pushing and I'm moving, I'm about the way. Pushing and I'm moving, I'm about my way. Thievery, hate, give me mockery. Pushing and I'm moving, I'm about my way. I walk in boardrooms with a serious face in every boardroom. I walk in with the same today. There'd be a boys club, but these creatures come to play. Respect, link with reciprocal, we call it checkmate. There'll be no thievery in these new inventions we display. We expect hate to come and take its natural place. We got our hands in the passing lane, deflecting balls today. Yeah, envy and mockery got laughing in your face. Oh, sugar's so sweet when it's peeled from the cane. Blue the oracle says, thou should not let them drain. Their energy maintained. Exercise the vibrations on the left side of the brain. We come from giants. We embedded in this guy. 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 They too blind to see us coming. Pushing and I'm moving them about the way. Pushing and I'm moving them about the way. Thievery, hate, envy, mockery. Pushing and I'm moving them about my way. Never hesitate. Never, never, never hesitate. Never, never. Yeah.